Hey guys, Jody Holland here. Welcome to the Become the Leader podcast, the podcast where we help you become the leader that you would follow. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about standards of success. What do you mean standards of success? I thought we were all wanting to be successful. A lot of people don't. So here we go. If you've been in business for more than a minute, you've probably ended up working for a leader that you wished you had never met. The kind of leaders that we want to follow have built the right skills, built the right relationships, and focus heavily on building a great culture. The Become the Leader podcast helps prepare you to be the leader that others want to follow. All right, so today we're talking about some of the challenges that we face in business. As leaders, we are measured by the outcomes that we achieve through other people. You're not measured by just your ability to produce directly. Once you're in charge of other people, you got to get them to do the same thing. And I think that's one of the bigger challenges in business that we've seen lately is people are like, but I just, I show up. Isn't that good enough? It's not good enough. For a couple of generations now, we've seen way too many people getting participation trophies for showing up, but not for actually performing. Kind of reminds me of uh, one of my daughters when she was younger. She was competing in this competition. She got next to last. And I remember going to her and going, is next to last the goal that you had? There's like 13 people there, and I think she got 12th. And I got punched by my wife for saying that, but... I really wanted to know. I mean, when we were kids, you didn't get a trophy for being next to last. Uh, you got nothing. Top three was the only thing that got anything. Typically, number one got a trophy. Two and three got a lousy ribbon. So I asked, is that your goal? She said, hmm, not really. I didn't really want to be next to last. I said, well, there's about 13 people in the competition. Most of these competitions have been about that many people. What place would you like to get? And she thought about it for a minute and thought about it. And she finally said, third. And I go, okay, why third? And she said, well, third place still gets to be up there. I said, well, let's talk then. What do you think the third place kid did getting ready for this competition that you didn't do? And we had this amazing discussion. She's like 11 years old, but she still understood even at that age that there was effort required to get an outcome. So she described the attitude she thought the third place girl had. She described the effort she thought the third place girl gave forth. She described the way she interacted with coaches, the way that she practiced, the way that she prepared. She went through all of it and and really made a plan for what she was going to do to get third place next time. So we had this outline of this plan. She starts talking about how she's going to do that. We get back. First time that she's supposed to go to practice, she starts thinking about whining. Then she goes, no, I remember the third place girl doesn't whine about going to practice. She goes to practice. And so it was awesome to experience that she understood we set the standards for ourselves. Nobody else is going to set the standards for what your life is going to be. There's a lot of parents out there that try to push their kids to perform at a higher level. But the reality is at some point that kid's got to be on their own. And that's when they have to set standards for themselves, the way they're going to spend money, the way they're going to work, the effort they're going to put in, the discipline they have in their life. All of those things are going to tie back to who they identify themselves as. What standards will you live into and what standards will you will you never go below? So she she had a good attitude. She went to practice. She 
you know, was more cooperative with the coaches. She did all of the things that she was supposed to do, and she did not hit third place at the next competition. She wasn't disappointed, though, because she got second. What she recognized is that she outworked the second place girl that she had competed with before. And now she was second in the overall competition. And I asked her, I said, well, how does it feel knowing that you chose the actions that resulted in the outcomes that you got? She goes, it feels good, Dad. I feel like I'm one of the greatest ones out there. I said, well, what place do you want next time? She goes, I like second. I'm going to go for second. I said, fantastic. What does a second place girl do to get ready for the competition? We had the conversation all over again. As we're raising people up to their potential, whether they're your kids or your employees, you're having these conversations so that they own the choice to move in the right direction. It is ultimately the choice that is the differentiator. It isn't just, you know, what do you want or do you believe you're good enough? The reality is we're making a choice every single day. And that choice that we make eventually makes our experience of life. So my question to you is, what place do you want in this life? Do you want to be a successful leader? Do you want to be a successful entrepreneur? Do you want to be a great parent, a great significant other, a great spouse? What do you want? Then you have to ask yourself, if that's what I want in my life, what am I willing to give in order to get that? The choice that you make first is the definition of who you are at your best. The second choice that you make is someone who achieves that, and it's sometimes easier to think outside of yourself, but someone who achieves that level, what did they do or give in the way of effort or value that resulted in that specific outcome? Then the third is, am I willing to be that person, to raise my standards to that level, which might mean reading books or going to seminars or paying for programs that, that help me become the better version of myself? Am I willing to do that in order to get the life that I want, to live into that standard? For me, when I went into business, it only took 30 days to recognize I didn't even know how to be in business. I hired a coach. That coach taught me how to raise my standards to be in business. And then I went to seminars and I, and I paid thousands and thousands of dollars to go to programs to help me raise my standards for my own life. The thing I realized as I was going through this is it wasn't about the hype or the emotion. I don't actually like a lot of those where you have to dance around and that kind of stuff, but I like the ones that help me see myself at a higher level. That future that I want is the standard that I set for myself. So I'm asking you, what is the highest standard for your life? Somebody who has achieved that standard, what did they do? What actions did they take? What did they learn? How did they grow to get to that level? What are you willing to give in order to get that life? And are you sure you're willing to give that? If you're willing to sacrifice and you're willing to do the things required that somebody else has done, you just follow the model and find the results. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Again, we always try to keep these short and sweet. We talked about standards of success today and how you raise your standards in order to live the life and experience the life that you want to live. Make sure that you subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please also consider sharing this podcast with your friends. I think that they would get something out of it as well. I try to always bring some value that makes your life better. I'm Jody Holland. Never forget 
become the leader that you would want to follow. Have a great day.